0: Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Gary A. Swaby, and this is, you know, a special discussion that we're doing here. I'm here with Mr. Richard Bailey Jr. How are you doing, Rich?
1: Doing good, Gary. Uh, what's up, listeners
0: and viewers? Yep, and uh, it's been a while since, you know, you and me have been here talking about games. Um, of course, we've been doing the PowerCast, where we talk about the Power TV show. Uh, we will be doing, you know, more content like that in the future, But, you know, right now we feel it's time to, you know, get back to the games a little bit because there is a lot (laughs) of stuff going on. Um, This year has been, you know, a pretty trying year for me. It's been, you know, I've been dealing with a lot of like personal stuff and then also work and everything. So I haven't been, you know, playing games as much in general, which is why I haven't been here talking about them as much. But we all know that there is a game that I have been heavily anticipating for years and uh, I know you've also, you know, been been uh, anticipating it somewhat too. And right now, it's like the number one news story in gaming, like for the past two <laughs> weeks or something. Like this, this has just been going crazy. Like it gets crazier every single day. Um, so uh, it, it's about time for us to, you know, come out of retirement and and uh, and talk about this. So so yeah, um, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven um it released on december 10th i believe was it was it yeah it was the 10th right and um and that whole week was madness like even before it released like we there was a lot of like you know rumblings about the game not being what we expected um and then it released and it it just took the world by storm like it was just a whirlwind of like reactions to the game and what it is Um, And, you know, there's different viewpoints about it Like, people are having different experiences Based on what technology they're using to play it Um, So, yeah, I think it's about time We just, you know, we dissect everything And address everything Because I know you and I have our own unique views On on what's been happening Um, So, yeah, let's get to it, man This is the good, the bad, and the buggy (laughs) great title. yes uh, that that was that was rich that came up with that by the way that's an awesome title but yeah um so <laughs> so let's get started man Let, let's go from the top of you know um of this explosion you know um so let's start here right so 2012 um this is like you know we we're, we're, we're kind of at the peak of the the coalition um you know we we have a lot of new blood coming in new writers you know david jagnell was with us um and mm-hmm. you know, he, he's putting out good work you and i you know kind of like running the site and everything right and um was it I, I can't remember if it was e3 i believe it was but um we saw this teaser trailer coming from cd project right and it was the first teaser trailer for Cyberpunk 2077, and that first teaser, it didn't show gameplay, but just the theme alone and the aesthetic of of what we saw, just captivated everyone. Like and um, me, like someone who's heavily into these type of like hacker stories and sci-fi books and stuff, um, I've read. I've actually read a lot of like cyberpunk themed books before where like there's a hacker trying to, you know, take down a corporation or um, he's trying to the characters trying to navigate in a world where corporations are kind of like running things and controlling things and humans are kind of like augmented. They have like technology inside of them and things like that. Like it's it's a theme that's been around for a very long time um, in literature. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, of course, the original Cyberpunk was like a, a tabletop kind of game, um, made by Mike Pondsmith, and you know that came out in like the uh, I think it was like the late eighties, early nineties. So this theme has been around for a while, right? But when it when it when we first saw it, you know, in in visual, you know, like with graphics and everything, amazing looking graphics at that, I think the world just kind of like took a took a breath took a deep breath and just said wow like I know that game is going to be amazing you know uh, we didn't know when to expect it at all but we just knew it was coming so Rich I want to ask you like what were your initial thoughts when you first saw that teaser trailer of Cyberpunk like did you instantly have your own expectations of of the type of experience you were about to get at some point when you saw that um, and how hyped were you at that point.
1: Well, yeah, that's a very good question. Uh pretty much uh when I first saw the teaser trailer, um, getting, given what C D Project Red has done with the the Witcher uh series, I definitely was interested in it. Um The Witcher Two was one of was, was really my one of the first games that I played, um, that C D Project uh created. I very much enjoyed the game and then I started playing Witcher Three and I was very impressed with How they had evolved With that particular game So, you know, with playing those two games um, And seeing this trailer I definitely was interested I mean, I liked the idea of the setting um, The theme, so on and so forth So I was definitely interested In seeing how they would pull this off Um, I wouldn't say That I was highly uh, Hyped for it at that point I just know the pedigree of the last two games they worked on so I figured well it, it probably would at least be a uh, like a really good game um, I didn't think it was going to be revolutionary as some people out here you know believe that they had for this particular game I guess but um, I figured that it was going to at least be another great game but I was curious how they would tackle that and how they would make it different from The Witcher 2 and 3
0: yeah yeah and and you know the the, this teaser was shown before um, Witcher three, but but at that point I had already played The Witcher two, I believe, um, mm-hmm. and I, I'd fallen in love with that world, and by proxy I'd fallen in love with with CD Projekt, and then you know we um, after that teaser you know we we really started to know them for, for being the Witcher people because that that's when. You know the the uh, the hype for The Witcher Three kind of took off next after after the Cyberpunk teaser, um, yeah. And and I remember you know um, you've mentioned this um, already a lot of times. Um, I remember those first uh, I think it was two E3s that we went to you and I, um, and you know CD Projekt had us uh, to, to see The Witcher Three behind the scenes, and just the way we were treated by the staff there was was excellent. And then when we saw the game, it was Excellent, and like it just took my breath away. I, I think both years, um, The Witcher 3 was like my number one game or something, like, um, yeah, mm-hmm. so, so yeah, like that, you know, that in itself made me really appreciate, um, the, the, the company CD project and what they were capable of. Um, so yeah, that, that added to the hype and the expectations of Cyberpunk because I knew that, you know. If, the, if these guys are capable of doing All this stuff with the Witcher 3 Or the PS4 And the Xbox One and everything Then I know that Cyberpunk is going to be Crazy whenever that comes out um, <laughs> and, and yeah, yeah. Um, So yeah uh, What was I going to say So yeah um, And then you know let's talk about The Witcher 3 release right and how that Went so when The Witcher 3 came out, I was on PC, um, but I do remember people saying that the game did have bugs day one, like it wasn't it wasn't running 100% perfect um, for a lot of people but for me, I was like super impressed day one um, and then they kept adding a lot of content to the game and they added free content too like it wasn't like they, they were making you pay for DLC and expansions they added a ton of um you know free content to the game That even to this day I've still Yet to finish it all um So <laughs> that made Me appreciate them because it's like wow they are giving us all of this extra content Like I already paid my um Sixty dollars or forty pounds or whatever It was right um, actually yeah. Actually we got that game for free I forgot But um yeah um, th- That was another thing That made me love them too Because they gave us The Witcher 3 For free A whole year Before it came out Like that That, that made me Like yeah. Really loyal To the company too But um, With that being said You know Coming from the perspective Of a customer though Like you know If I had paid for that game I would have been like Super impressed By all the content I got Out of that game um, And i remember really enjoying my experience like i spent like a hundred hours in a game still didn't finish everything and i still plan to actually go back to that game and give it a more thorough playthrough um so so yeah i was super impressed with the witcher 3 and uh what what like what was your perception of the witcher 3 and how they handled that game when it came up
1: well yeah uh it, it definitely felt as though they learned a lot from the witcher 2 and and how to improve uh the next entry in the series uh i know you mentioned earlier that you know we went to e3 and um we had a presentation uh and just how good the the staff was as far as you know taking care of the presentation well one thing i definitely want people to understand about e3 is obviously if e3 returns it's going to be different um you know granted everything that's going on right now but back in the day when we went to e3 A lot of times, you would have so many appointments, you would be running from one appointment to the next. What I enjoyed about going to the CDPR appointments is that, you know, it was a very chill, relaxed, uh, you know, environment. And a lot of times, they would go out of their way to design their booths. Um, They would, of course, have refreshments, uh, whether, you know, whether you need coffee, whether you need, like, a snack or any type of food. They would make sure that you were taken care of. And then you pretty much would come there And you would watch a presentation Of whatever game they had was coming out In this case it was The Witcher 3 I believe that presentation was about an hour long Um, And then at the end of the presentation You would of course get All types of swag That you know people usually get when they go to E3 And it just so happens that That year that we went to E3 We had got some statues for The Witcher 3 Uh, And in that statue Hidden within the statue Was the actual uh, redemption code for the PC version of the game. And as you said, that was a whole year or so before the game actually came out. So that definitely was unexpected and it, it was something where it was designed was you was not supposed to find out about that until you actually opened the package. So I definitely think that the way they handled that perspective was great and and then in terms when the game actually came out, you know unfortunately, I did not have a gaming PC. Uh, I do plan to get a gaming PC like very soon. I was looking at some PCs right before I jumped on the computer to record this, but um, I I didn't have a PC at the time, so I did eventually play the game on console, and I enjoyed the game a lot. I mean, it's it, like I said, it, it is it is a game though where, like you said, there's a ton of content, so it's hard to really dive into that. And I know we have some of our fellow colleagues. Past and present on the website, you know, Mister Mister Eddie V, for example, said that he started playing the game and he just could not, he just couldn't uh, continue playing because there's so much content to dive into. But for those that do take the time to dive into it, you will realize just how how much of a world you can become immersed in, and how great of an experience it truly is. Um, And what you mentioned earlier about them having the free content. They did have some free content, but they, they did also eventually have some DLC, because I do recall um, that they had some expansions that you could pay for. Now, I don't know if the same was the case for PC, but I know on console, you definitely, if you wanted to pay for those expansions, then you definitely, you had to pay for that stuff if you wanted it. Yeah. But the thing is, is I, I, there's so much... Go oh, no, go ahead. Oh, no, no, I, I just going to say, but the thing is that there's so much meet within the actual core game it's like i can understand why somebody says well i don't think i would go back to to play that other content it's just so much to dive into but 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 again for those that take the time and dive into the game you will see it's a pretty great great game for what it is and 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 for you know for, for the whole fact of it being that this isn't a series that they own the rights to I mean this is something where it's obviously was made by somebody else cuz there was a book series based on the Witcher but the way they interpreted it was exactly what you would imagine if this was made into a video game so they did an excellent job with the with, with how they handled the series.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah and and um uh, yeah I should have uh, explained that more earlier but um yeah there were they did release paid content for it down the line but mm-hmm. if I remember correctly um I think like the first two major expansions were free uh, were com- completely free to anyone who bought the game and then like after after that they added a lot more content that yeah. that you could also pay for and stuff um, but, but yeah um, the main thing as well about The Witcher 3 and uh, this is something that's going to be relevant later but I remember you know that game it had a super immersive world um, like I really felt like I was in you know I, I forgot the name of the area but like I really felt like I was there, you know, like, um, and it's just like the, the NPCs and all the characters are so full of life. Um, and then the world is so full of life as well. There's so much to explore. Um, it's definitely one of those games where you, you can just get super immersed in it, um, super locked in and just, you know, forget that you're existing in the real world. Um, so they did an excellent job with the world building in, in the Witcher three. So, um and we're, Absolutely. we're gonna come back to that later on but <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just wanted wanted to to make that you know clear um and also you had a lot of like extra content you could do outside of just questing as well like the gwent game like i mm-hmm. I, I spent like 12 hours i mean sorry 20 hours just playing gwent um and you know walking around trying to collect all the cards and everything to 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 um do better in the, in the Gwent matches And stuff so that, and, and that just Added a whole nother layer
1: to the game But what was you going to say? They, and they made that into a separate spinoff game That they still support today um, Yep So that that, that that tells you a lot about you know The impact that I think the Witcher had on The uh, CD project as a whole If they're making these spinoff games Not necessarily specifically About the Witcher itself But just the card game in and of itself <laughs> Yeah
0: Exactly, but um, so yeah, you know that that was The Witcher. Um, so overall, I think we both kind of left, uh, you know, that that game with very you know uh, positive feelings towards CD Projekt and and their capabilities as a, a publisher. So, um, so yeah, so that was The Witcher three, and um, so let's move on to Cyberpunk right, and let's. Let's fast forward to, <laughs> let's fast forward to, um, I guess like, um, the start of 2020 or something, right? Mm-hmm. So, we know that this is going to be a huge year, you know. 2020, we're, we're expecting new consoles, we know that there's going to be some blockbuster video games coming this year, right? And, um, and you know, then. Pandemic hits, um, but by, mm-hmm. by that point we're already sort of in into twenty twenty. You know, we're like four months in or whatever, and um, I believe some some games had already dropped. Um, I think the Resident Evil stuff was out by then. Uh, that was a you know, Final it, Fantasy. Yep. Yeah, Final Fantasy exactly. Uh, that came out too. Um, I believe that was delayed as well. W- wasn't it delayed like a month or something like that?
1: Yeah, yeah, it came out in, like in uh, April of this year.
0: Yeah, so yeah, like you know, that kind of those games kind of set the tone uh, for the rest of the year because people were very happy with Final Fantasy, and that that was a game we waited like five years for or something. So, um, so the fact that we're waiting so long for these games and then they're turning out pretty good, like it's like, yeah, like you know, that kind of gets us even more hyped for what's to come. And we all know that Cyberpunk is coming this year, right? So I want to get into before we get into the actual launch phase of Cyberpunk, right? I want to get to how like I want to get to like how the media was treating the game before any of this, you know. Um, so there were, it seemed to me, you know, like there was a lot of hit pieces on this game throughout the year. Um, some of them, yep. some of them may have been warranted. Some of them, I feel like, weren't warranted. Um. And, yeah, it, it seemed like people just had a real problem with this game for, for whatever reason. Um, I know a lot of it stems from, like, you know, political um, reasons and stuff like that. Uh, and I know that, you know, CD Projekt might have made a few jokes that kind of it, it kind of went too far on, on Twitter or something like that. Um, and then, you know, you have people nitpicking stuff from the game, taking screenshots of, like, you know, the... Um, the, like the transgender character like um, in the yep. game and stuff like that and you know they, they people were just making a lot of like different narratives about the game and stuff and and you know um, how CD project you know views people people like that and 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 people were basically trying to make the statement that they're you know over sexualizing um, people or whatever so th- there was a lot of like different po- political hit pieces targeted at the game. And I remember at that point I was feeling like, you know, why do so, why do so many people have it out for this game? It's like people want it to fail. Like, like what, what's going on? Like I don't understand, right? Because um, I didn't understand it at all. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to to paint that picture, um, you know, just so everyone remembers, you know, what was happening before this phase, because you know that that's important to remember. Um, but Rich, did you have any thoughts about you know how people were perceiving this game and, and all of the you know hit pieces and, and um, you know all the media spins on this game, all the media takes on this game before you know months before it came out? Like, what what was your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, uh, well, I, I think it was definitely a lot of overhyping of this game. Um, the thing is, that tells me that a lot of people that learned or they or they just they knew a little bit about this game maybe they did not do all of their research on what this game actually was and what it was intended to be and I, I recall when i went to e3 last year and i we saw the game for the very first time in action and i heard cd project red talk about that this is now going to be a first person game right then and there i i knew personally this could be a flop because the studio is known for the third-person stuff that they did with The Witcher. So I thought to myself, well, I don't really know if they can pull off the first-person stuff because it it's going to require a lot more attention to detail in certain areas. And when we talk about our experiences with the gameplay later, I, I will dive back into that. But, but, but based off of hearing that alone, I kind of prepared my expectations because I, I understand as a studio sometimes... You want to try to do something different If you're known as the studio that creates the Witcher games I can respect and understand and appreciate you Wanting to try and do something different Because you don't want to be typecasted, so to speak As just a studio that does that game But at the same time uh, If you're going to approach a new idea You have to understand that there are some risks That are going to be taken And you have to be able to actually effectively pull that stuff off if you're going to do that because if not it's going to get criticized uh, even more so I think obviously being that people know about the Witcher series they already had expectations for this game that it was going to be amazing groundbreaking Uh, as I said before the Witcher 3 is a very good game we actually voted on that as our game of the year when we did our awards on the website several years ago Um, so it definitely was deserving of that award But at the same time, now you're saying that this new game is now supposed to be revolutionary. Do you forget the fact that they have not done a first-person game before? And I think people really ignored all of that, and they just figured, well, it's still going to be amazing no matter what. And I think that, again, this is a lesson in people needing to really listen to all the details of the game, look at what they showed and what they didn't show, and that will tell you right then and there, maybe there should be a little bit of caution we have for the game. And one final point that I do want to make, and and you may laugh when you hear this. I'm pretty sure some people will laugh when they hear this as well. I didn't really think about this until we started to learn more about the game and then we and then we started to learn about the delay. I didn't really think about this, but perhaps using the colors yellow and bo- and black was not a good decision because that is associated with a caution sign. To let people know hey caution Warning 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 do not proceed You know anytime you've been to a Crime scene that is what you see Uh, So that right there Should have been a cautionary tale for everybody To be like okay maybe we need to wait to learn more About this game before we hype it up Before we buy it so on and so forth
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah um and You know I I, Although I agree that um Like you know clearly this game Was way overhyped right Mm-hmm. I can also admit that I was one of the people hyping it. But, the, Whoa. but the, it's different, though, because the reason like my hype came from a genuine love of this theme overall, like the cyberpunk theme, like it came from um, other media that I've experienced, you know, with the cyberpunk saying, you know, whether it be books or movies, you know, like the Matrix Blade Runner, and, 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 you know, stuff like that. Terminator, you know, just like, sub- and, sub- yeah, go it and, 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 Deus Ex also, right? Deus Ex. Yeah, exactly. That's serious. Exactly. Yeah. Deus Ex, like, that, that was another, um, series that I loved, like, well, not, I don't want to say series, because I haven't, you know, completed all of the old ones from back in the day, but, um, specifically Human Revolution and Mankind Divided, um, I rate those games very highly, um, so those you know those games coming out also heightened my hype for for this game, and you know it, so my hype came from you know what I had seen other creators do with this type of theme and setting right, um, yeah. And and I also had faith in CD Projekt because of what they did with The Witcher that they were going to do something special with it. Um, so that's where my hype came from. But I feel like where the problem comes is all of the people feed into the, the hype from everywhere else like some sometimes people just hop on the bandwagon right and that's yep. where it creates a problem because it just, it just goes overboard um, and then also all of those media hit pieces I mentioned before I feel like that adds to the hype somewhat too because it gets everybody talking about the game it gets everybody's eyeballs on the game whether their perspective on it is negative or positive right so that all of that is basically free marketing like whether you know it's a negative hit piece or not that's going to get people talking about the game and paying attention to it a lot more you know by default so so i feel like the hype train really got out of hand um for the Mm -hmm. game i I definitely agree with that but my hype for it in particular came from you know uh, a different place I, i feel like than than certain other people's um And, um, you know, there, there are a lot of people like me too, who, who just were generally excited for, you know, this, this theme to, to, you know, come out from CD Projekt. So, um, I will say that as well. Um, and yeah, in terms of like the, the perspective of the game, like the third person, first person thing, um, I would have like in hindsight now, I definitely would have preferred if they made this game third person um Mm -hmm. and just like they literally could have took the witcher engine right and just reskinned it like wrote a new story and everything and and they could have had something super dope just from that like just you know keep it in that third person kind of kind of setting right um but i wasn't you know i i wasn't like initially i wasn't too um upset that it was going to be first person because i had enjoyed um deus ex and that game is first person so i thought you know what deus ex was super immersive in first person so i feel like you know if if that game got it right then this one can too um so that was my feeling beforehand but you know in hindsight my perspective on that has changed uh literally Uh um so but I'll, I'll I'll speak more about that later. But I'd, I just wanted to mention that because you brought it up also. Um, so let's get to you know um, October 2020, right? <laughs> let's fast forward a bit. So we're at the dawn of a new generation. Like the all the hype is currently on the PS5 and the Xbox Series X at that to- at that time um, in October, right? um so everybody's hyped like everybody's hyped for what's to come in the future um like you know everybody's thinking about the new generation and the possibilities um and and then you know people start remembering like oh cyberpunk's coming out too like it's coming out real soon after the launch of the console so that's gonna be like probably the the first real next gen game and and everything right um or well, that's what some people were saying Not everybody Because um, everybody was aware as well That it was supposed to come out for PS4 And Xbox One um, uh, But a lot of people were You know, starting to look at it As a next-gen game Because we knew that there was a next-gen version coming Also, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was the talk about October, right? And then it's announced Out of nowhere That the game is going to be delayed For um, I don't. Even, I don't think it was a full month. It was like three weeks or something like that, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. What was the original date? Was it uh, November seventeenth or something?
1: Um. um yeah. I, yeah. I, I need to double check that. Actually. Um, yeah, it, was, it got. It got. Del- it got delayed multiple times. So that's why. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's hard to. Because because the game was initially supposed to be out. I, I believe in this this spring you know spring 2020 but then it got pushed back to november and then i said okay because everyone knew that now next-gen consoles are coming out so surely this will come out yeah i believe it was like around november 19th or so because that was the same week that playstation uh had came out xbox came out a week prior to that um so so it did get delayed back again after that but no continue
0: yeah yeah, so you know By that point It had already been delayed You know A few times uh, And we'd, we've we already been waiting for it For um For you know Like seven years or something So Seven, eight years Or whatever So Um So yeah Like That was a shocker Um To learn that You know The game Was going To be delayed And I think that was When Um You know If you wasn't already Skeptical about the game A lot of people's Eyebrows started to shoot up At that point Right Cause because we're so close to the apparent release, and then they say, "Nope, we, we need to delay this uh, by you know a few weeks or so," um, and then it starts to come out as well that they they want to fix certain things.
1: Uh, <laughs> um, so and yeah, go. Let, let me let uh, yeah, I, I don't want to cut you out. Let me just make a quick a quick uh, you know so j- just to, just to give everybody the full frame of because I, I see the information now. So at e three twenty nine it was Announced for a April 16th 2020 release mm-hmm. then it was Delayed till September 17th Then it was delayed to November 19th And then it finally came out December 10th Wow Wow! so
0: <laughs> See I completely forgot about the September delay Like the, when it was Yeah I forgot about delayed. that too um, So yeah so <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole nother layer right there So um, it, it got delayed like three times in one year So Yeah um, so yeah, that that adds a whole nother layer to it, but um, but yeah, like that's when my antennas started to really come out a little um, uh, when, <laughs> with that last delay. Because it's like it's such a, a short space of time, so I'm like, how how much do they need to fix in that time? Like it's you know it's, it's it started to raise a lot of questions, um, you know, about the development it, of the game
1: uh, going. And and, and, and I also would add that uh, at this point, we knew that the the game, they had already announced the game had gone gold, so I I haven't necessarily heard of a game getting delayed after it has already gone gold, although I I believe uh, Weapon X, our very good friend Weapon X said that did happen with another game, so he'll have to correct me and let me know which game that was again. But that was just, I, I, it, it was bizarre to hear that because they made such a big deal about the announcement that this, the game has gone gold. And then about a week or so later, that's when they announced, oh, well, the game is going to be delayed once again to December. So that was a very weird way to handle that um, information. Um, but yeah, it, it, I understand why your antennas went up because too many delays. Uh, and then you're hearing all these reports about stuff because I believe it was also around this time, like you mentioned, we heard that the next gen version of the game wasn't going to be released until 2021 we heard that with a couple of games I know Avengers is another game where the next gen update was not going to be available to 2021 so once I heard that I kind of figured well maybe somebody should just wait till next year to put to release this game and and that's why I don't understand why that decision wasn't made but uh yeah it's a lot of conflicting reports that definitely will make someone cautious about the game so yeah yeah I'm gonna have a lot to say about that
0: uh, later because <laughs> <today. laughs> uh yeah but so so let's continue right because then we're, we're gonna get to the meat of this so um so in November you know I particularly had a rough month in November um you know a lot of like personal stuff happened or whatever so by the end of that month right um I remember thinking you know what like I I, I need a really really big, Distraction, you know, from from life Right now, Um, Mm -hmm. so I Started to anticipate the game even more I was like, yeah, Cyberpunk is coming Out soon, so I I can't Wait to just lose myself in this game And just, you know, forget about Life and forget about 2020 And, you know, so that that was My feeling uh, by the end Of November, Um, so I want to ask you, Rich, like, what was your Feeling, you know um, In December because of course you 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 had you know you got a new console and everything but what was your feeling towards cyberpunk you know in november leading to um december like did do you feel like your anticipation had gone up by that point or was you you know was it um was it starting to decline and and was you focused on other things or something like what was your mindset
1: well, just to provide some, some context to, to people, much like you, I've had a pretty uh, interesting and challenging 2020. Uh, up until that point, I had actually, you know, I, I do want to give a shout out to Sony because they did send us a review unit uh, for PS5. And I, you know, obviously I had spent a lot of time reviewing that console and a lot of the games that were on the console So, um, and at the same time I had just started a new job The the same week that I got that console So it was a little hard To try and get certain things done Regarding the console But I did make sure that I was able to review the console And of course uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales as well So at that point, you know I had been playing a lot of games uh, From October all the way up until the end of November Because there were still other games That were coming out, you know on the console and there was still stuff that I was Reviewing even stuff that I'm still writing about To this very day but I was also Working so I didn't really have a lot of time To play a lot of Games only the stuff I needed To for review purposes So you know when I knew that this game Was coming out and then I know December and of Course you know Christmas holiday coming Up I figure oh this is great because this will be A nice little game when I have time I can play it you know um, But at the same time I was definitely concerned about all the stuff that I saw regarding the game because of all those delays because I think the the response to the delays was just so like people were just so angry about the delays and it's kind of like everyone I think in the back of their minds believed you know even though they said this game is coming out December 10th they figured well maybe this game should get delayed again because it, it just it, it sounds like they were unsure of releasing it at, in December And yeah So I I I definitely was Still curious to check it out Because again I'm familiar with CDPR Uh, I did have some Interest in the game Like you mentioned Deus Ex I also was a fan of Deus Ex So I figured Well the game Might not be perfect Uh, Well, I knew it wasn't going to be perfect because there's not really such a thing as a perfect video game. But I figured, okay, maybe I will still give it a chance because then, you know, by the time we hit December, usually there really aren't a typical, there aren't typically a lot of games that come out in December. So I figured, well, this is great. This is something that I can dive into. And I figured a lot of people were going to dive into it. So I still was looking forward to it, even though I was optimistic, you know, very cautious about what it could actually be. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah. That's
0: yeah. how I felt going into it Yeah and and Like I also remember you know Because you mentioned the delay again I remember although a lot of People were you know Upset about that that last Delay and <laughs> a lot of people Were angry but I also feel Like the people who Who were like Really serious about the game And about you know wanting it um i feel i i saw a lot of those types of people saying stuff like you know um take as long as you need cd project just make the game perfect you know if you need to delay it again just delay it and just get it right so that you know when it comes out it's it's you know 100 percent like perfect or whatever right so i saw a lot of people you know with with that mindset um so that's surprising that you know it's they still decided to you know release it in in this state or whatever but um yeah but cuz cuz I feel like if they did say you know what th- we we need more time so we're going to move it to spring or whatever you know 2021 I feel like people still would have been understanding even though they they a lot of people would have been angry I'm not going to lie but I feel like people would understand if if CD project communicated you know the issues and and you know, why they need this extra time. I feel like a lot of people would have been accepting of that. Um, especially with it being 2020 and, and how things have gone this year. You know, we, we that, know that it's, it's, it's particularly
1: difficult to work right now. But go ahead. I agree 100% with everything you just said. And, and I think that people definitely would have been understanding. I mean, there was a lot of games that were, delay, that were that was delayed from this year. Halo Infinite being... The biggest game that Microsoft could want on their console and the fact that they were able to launch the Xbox Series X without that console, I'm pretty sure they won't admit it, but that still was painful for them to do that because there isn't really any significant game you need a Series X for right at this moment in time. You can go back and play backwards compatible games and Gears Tactics is a great game. The new Gears of War 5 DLC that they just released this week is also great. But there's not really a lot on there right now, which would justify why you need to have the Xbox Series X. So, But the fact that, that Microsoft can make a delay of their biggest game and that CD Projekt Red couldn't delay this to next year, it really is disappointing. But I also want to add on this last point before I go back to you. The pandemic did impact everybody. And I'm also sure from a business standpoint, it also impacted CDPR as well. And my guess is that the shareholders, they still said, well, we need to make some money this year. So this game needs to come out this year. It's not no, you know, the devs. And I know that the devs, you know, that there have been statements that have been said that, no, that's not what they weren't under any pressure to release it. But come on, man, the shareholders, I'm pretty sure the people that were invested so much into the company they wanted to try and make some money this year because this is a game that was supposed to come out back in April. So instead of waiting until a year later to release it and releasing it this year, they decide, well, it must come out in December, come hella high water. But again, I go back to say, when they announced that the updates for the game for next-gen console wasn't coming until 2021, that should have been a clear sign that, well, perhaps... You don't want to buy this on PS5 or Xbox Series X until 2021, which I might add is also the year that you should have considered buying a PS5 and Series X, because it's very hard to get either console right now. Um, Well, you know, the scalpers have taken over, so it's hard to get a console right now on either platform. So it definitely would have made more sense for this to come out next year because... They needed more time, and again, with the pandemic and having to change their work, stru- their work structure, uh, it, w- it would have been understood because a lot of other devs delayed their games for the exact same reason. So, yeah, yeah, should have did that.
0: Facts, <laughs> yeah. So, it, yeah, it was a hundred percent greed. You know, um, the, the decision to to make it, you know, released this year. It, it was one hundred percent greed. Uh, from you know shareholders and executives, and um, uh, it's really blowing up in their faces now. Um, and you know that's what they deserve, really. But um, but we'll get more into that because you know I have more things to say. <laughs> I have more yeah. things to say about you know the internal structure of CDPR later on. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll get we'll get back to that. So let's get right ahead to the release of the game right like the release week in fact because it, it felt like a week-long event. Um, so the first uh, I think the first rumblings of this being you know a messy messy release was the review structure right like and mm-hmm. I, I mean particularly like who who was issued a review and how close it was to the game and and things of that nature right so rich um you know because i wasn't paying 100 percent attention around this time but i i was you know i was seeing secondhand everything that was happening you know once, once i had the time to to look at it right so i'm gonna ask you specifically like um who exactly got access to the game you know early to review it before release
1: so there was a handful of of sites, and there was some uh, content creators that that did get uh, early code, but the issue in all of this is obviously this is when you know there were going to be some issues. Now, let, let me let me go back to this real quickly before I get into that. CD Projekt Red they did release Cyberpunk twenty seven seven gameplay videos where they showed you uh, the game running on PS four, PS five, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, etc. But and even when I looked at those videos, when I saw it on PS4 and Xbox One, you can clearly see there is a difference between how it looks on PC, how it looks on next-gen, and how it looks on regular consoles. I was already cautious once I saw that, but I think a lot of people might have missed that information because the way they presented the videos was in a side-by-side comparison. It's not like you're just watching one video and it's showing just the PS4 version or just the PS5 version. So I could understand how that could be confusing for some. Now, to go back to what you said about the review structure, everybody wasn't sent the game, but what was also interesting is that they were only sent PC copies of the game. So, and then they weren't sending out any console copies at all. And the review embargo, I believe, was on Monday, the exact same week before the game was set to come out. So anyone that got a website such as IGN Or other people so on and so forth That's what they got Um, One one thing I will say And I give full credit to this guy uh, There's a YouTube content creator Called Skill Up He always does these reviews On a lot of the biggest games He was the one that had went on Twitter And mentioned all of this stuff that I'm saying About the fact that they Pretty much they only allow people to get PC copies They wouldn't give them console copies But he also added a very important detail Which he said that They would not allow anyone that got the game early To stream their own gameplay They had to use B-roll footage So all of this stuff Very concerning because Anyone that gets a game early And you're able to record a video You have the right to use that footage Any way you want to But they're saying you can't use that footage until you know another time we want you to use b-roll for now so all of that is in my opinion a very unprecedented move and it is to cover up something because obviously there's some issues with the game graphically and beyond that with bugs so on and so forth that they don't want people to see because i know and i can also say this as well oftentimes when we have gone to preview events in the past and if we're recording gameplay they would tell you to omit that foot omit any bugs that you see in the gameplay because again, that's a first impression someone has of the game. So I understand from a PR perspective why they would tell someone not to show footage. But at the same time, you know, if you are confident in this game has a review embargo that lifts days before the game comes out, you should be confident enough for people to show their footage. So that right there definitely was a red flag in terms of what to expect from the console version But the problem is that a lot of people Didn't really get There wasn't really any transparency about this stuff There wasn't really a dialogue For them to really further talk about what's What they're doing with the console version So that was what the problem was Because if you have a clear Communication with your audience Then I think they would be understanding If the game had to be delayed But they were not clear from the very beginning With all of this
0: Yeah yeah for sure um and that was you know i think that was like the first thing i properly registered in my mind of, of cd <laughs> project doing something wrong because um, you know like i remember back in the day like well not back in the day i sound really old but um like a few years ago or so when we used to record like you know the co-op and the stuff we were always like singing the praises of CDPR saying that you know they're for the people and everything they're for the gamers um and you know they actually were like back then they you know they really were they put consumers first always right mm-hmm. but now like when i'm seeing this happen with the you know the whole reviews and and them trying to dictate what's allowed in the reviews and stuff um that to me is like ea behavior like ea (laughs) and and i I really despise those companies now after you know what they've done (laughs) (laughs) after the the practices that they've you know they've um they've been you know happening like the 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 stuff they've been doing you know in the past few years like i really view them in a negative light now you know um so when i see cd project doing that i'm like wow like is this the same company like what <laughs> happened like did, did ea buy out cdpr or something like like so yeah um i was like wow I, I couldn't believe what was happening um and then you know we start to see scores pop up um and at first i'm seeing good scores so yeah. like I'm like, okay, so everyone must be, you know, everyone who's down in the game and saying there's problems must be crazy because like these reviews, you know, they they seem mostly positive. Um, and then I think uh, I can't remember when exactly it was when I started to hear about all of the problems. I think it must have been like the day before or, or, you know, a couple days before release. Um, I start hearing people saying that it's really bad like oh yeah yep. that's, that's what it was like people were playing the game and I believe it was before the day one patch or something as well yep. um, so I was mm-hmm. like okay yeah I mean that's the whole reason they delayed the game so that they could you know fix it with the day one patch and, and although I'm not a fan of that practice because um, you know a lot of other companies do it Um, I feel like if, if you sell something and if I buy something like I, the, the game should be, you know, functional day one. Like when I, you know, when I receive the product, it should be functional. You shouldn't have to rely on a day one patch to fix everything. Um, so I don't like when publishers do that, but you know, my mindset was, you know, when I started to see all that negativity and, and you know, how broken the game was, I was like, okay, well day one, it's going to be fixed. You know, because that, that's why they delayed it so they could work on that patch to fix everything, right? Um, so that was my mindset at that point, right? So um, is there anything else you wanted to add before we get to December 10th?
1: Well, yeah, the only thing I want to add is when you talked about the review scores being positive, once again, this is the whole thing about the transparency. It need, you need to be more transparent about this. Now, a lot of the reviews that I saw, the reviewer said in the actual review... That this the game was provided on PC, you know, and even Metacritic was listening that this is this is what the game was scored on PC. But the problem is that, and this is why I'm glad we don't have review scores anymore for our website, I think people will see the review score and they will assume, well this is this score is universal to all versions of the game and it obviously means it's a great game. If it's getting ninety sevens, ninety, et cetera, eighty seven, whatever, that means it's an excellent game. But again, people look at the score and they don't read the review So I'm sure a lot of people who purchased this game Either they had already pre-ordered it on PS4 or Xbox One Or they saw the review and then they said Okay, well now this score must mean that the console versions are the exact same So let me go ahead and purchase it That's why I have an issue with that Because if they had provided the code on console People would have known already Okay, the console version is bad and the, uh, you know, the PC version is, is where it's at And we already know that CDPR This is a company that they specialize In making stuff primarily for PC So that obviously should have been Their priority to just make this game Come out on PC If they needed to release it December 10th Make it only be the PC version And then release the other versions next year When you've had a lot more time To actually work on this stuff But uh, I think again People saw those scores They said oh well it still is a great Game it's amazing so I'm just going To get this game but honestly They have to be transparent In looking at this information And doing all the proper research Before deciding that This is a game they must have and again You know for those that pre-ordered it early I I do feel bad for them because They were going in with the Anticipation that this game was going to be amazing Because they've enjoyed the Witcher 3 The Witcher 2 etc But again You really have to do your research before you decide to pre-order anything, regardless of of the studio, and I had a conversation about this the other day because Grand Theft Auto 6, we know when Rockstar announces Grand Theft Auto 6, I'm pretty sure as soon as they announce the pre-orders, a lot of people are going to pre-order it because they know Rockstar games and their pedigree for the types of the games that they usually make. But I do think people need to always be cautious and use this as a perfect example to do all the research you need to do Before you pick up these games Because again I don't think that the studio Is always going to tell you and be straight with you About what to expect From the game on certain consoles But I mean and this, this Is just a particular case where it, it was going to be an issue And when they kept delaying it and then they kept telling you In the delay well, we need to delay it because We need to get it right for the current gen Consoles and so on and so forth That should be a red flag You should be concerned about this stuff But again unfortunately it is what it is with the score stuff and people saw that and they said okay it must be great but as we learned later that was not the case (laughs) on consoles
0: (laughs) yeah yeah and and that's uh definitely disappointing so so let's get right to it right so um so the game releases december 10th um and my experience with it at first because i you know i played it Actually that first night I played like an hour or something Um and see the thing is With me like um Around that time I was actually like I'd actually bought parts to rebuild my PC so when I started playing it I was playing on my old PC Build which is um An i5 and uh You know 1080 Um And 16 gigabytes of RAM Or whatever um And when I played it on that it was actually like running fine um i i was playing at like mostly medium some settings were high um you know because it's an i5 so you know mm-hmm. um and it was fine like i i was enjoying it i was getting immersed um and, you know I, I was happy i was mostly happy with it and then <laughs> I, and then like a couple of days later i real i rebuilt my pc um so now i have an amd um was uh, um a 6700 and uh, I still have 1080 because right now there's a problem with GPUs like it's hard to find one but um, the, the 1080 actually works fine with this game like it, it runs really well um, especially combined with that new CPU um, it, it it runs amazing um, so I even turned up the graphics to you know um, I did a mix of high and ultra settings right um, and it's you know, and it continued to run great after that. So I was like, I was satisfied, right? But um, I'm not going to get there yet. But I did notice problems, you know, with the, the core game itself and the gameplay. But before I get to that, right? I'm 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 paying close attention to everything happening on Twitter and social media, and also Reddit, and that's where I'm really seeing. All of the problems with the games, uh, particularly on the the consoles, you know, uh, on the PS4 and the Xbox One. And as I understand it, Rich, and you can confirm this, you know, whether I'm right or wrong, but uh, as I understand it, um, so like, if you play this game now on the PS5 or the Xbox One, you're you're actually playing the PS4 and and, um, and Xbox One version from last gen. Um, but it, it performs better still on, on the PS5 because you are on you know, a next gen console, but it's still broken as well. Um, yeah. So is, is that pretty much accurate?
1: That, okay, so that's 100% accurate. Uh, I will go ahead and say full disclosure I did receive a PS4 code of the game. Um, you know, uh, so I, and obviously I'm playing on PS5. So I absolutely agree with everything you said. Uh, You are playing the PS4 version and yes, it still has issues. One of the biggest problems that I have encountered is that when I installed the game from day one, that, that, that day one patch, that day one patch was about, I believe almost 45, 50 gigabytes. So once I had downloaded the game, you're talking about a game that's over 101 gigabytes of storage space. We already know there's not a lot of storage space on the PS5, so that already was a, 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 an issue. But then, you know, as of this recording, because we are recording this on a Saturday, last night they released another hot fix. Uh, you know uh, that that you know you're able to download again. And from what I saw, I needed 54 gigabytes of additional space just to download that file wow. on PS5. So, yeah, it clearly, it, it's a lot with the updates and stuff. And again, this is only one of the fixes because there's going to be many more fixes coming. So it, it tells you right there, you know, when you have to download all of this stuff, it, it's it's certainly an issue. Um, but in terms of what you said it, it, with the initial statement of, it still has issues on PS5, 100% accurate.
0: Okay, yeah. So, so basically, you know, um, the, the console versions of the game were completely broken and a mess, um, and it was handled very poorly.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. Now, if
0: you, if you play it on a PS5 and Xbox, you have a better experience than people uh, playing on Xbox One and PS4, but it's still broken. Um, and, I mean, the, the game itself has a lot of core problems anyway, no matter what platform you're playing it on. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much the deal with the game. Um, and... Of course, you know, uh, the- the gaming, you know, uh, the gamers, like, worldwide just- just exploded, like, like, the- all the conversations online and everything, like, it's just- it's been so crazy over the past couple weeks, right? Like, people are outraged, um, there's a very small select few, you know, people who are still defending the game and saying that it's- it's good, um, I mean, some that... people. Some people were saying, you know, um, just be patient. Um, I understand that it's you know broken at the moment, but I'm patient and I'm gonna wait till it's fixed and things of that. And people were saying many different things like that, right? But largely, I think a lot of people can agree that this is a mess um, and this looks very bad on CD Projekt's behalf. Um, oh yeah, just just how it was handled, the you know, with the launch, the reviews and everything. Um, and then you know just the, the their response afterwards so um uh, let's get to you know um okay so first of all rich let me let me ask you this first how do you feel about the response to the game like itself like and how people are responding to to what we got in cyberpunk 2077
1: well let me start by saying i I I feel very bad for the people that bought this on PS4 or Xbox One, because clearly there need to be more communication with CD Projekt Red, and if they felt that those versions were not ready, they should have just decided to push that back further. You know, again, the PC, if they only wanted to focus on PC for now, I think that'll be totally fine, but because they decided to try to focus on all the other platforms, knowing that these platforms did not perform properly... That right there makes them look like they made a horrible decision and, and a very bad decision. Um, now, in terms of the uh, the game itself, um, I we're going to get into our own experience with the game in a, li- in a little while. But I, I will just say, uh, I think a lot of people, as we mentioned earlier, they were very overhyped for this game. And as you start to play the game, you would see right, right, right away that there really should not have been so much hype for the game. I'm not saying the game is horrible And I think that because people Are having issues with the game On PS4 and Xbox One They would lead a lot of people to believe the game is complete garbage It's not complete garbage You can see the potential in what the devs Were trying to do with the game But clearly it's a game that needed some more time In the oven um, And that's what I think the issue is here Whether it's the bugs, whether it's the fact that When you play it on console You can clearly see the graphics are not quite as good and they could have used more polish and refining stuff like that but again a lot of that could have been worked out if they would have just delayed it further until you know April of 2021 and that probably would have solved a lot of issues not every issue uh, but it would have definitely solved uh, in terms of how it looked and how it performed it would have helped in those regards but um, yeah I mean overall I, I think um, the response to the situation has been horrible by CD Project Red And I'm pretty sure you're about to get into that uh, momentarily. But, yeah, I just think that in terms of the game and what we got from the finished product, I'm certainly disappointed. Uh, and, And I think that the whole problem that you now present yourself as a company is to release an update later. What guarantees you that people are actually going to want to check this out next year now? Because there's going to be other games that are going to be out. That I'm sure they may have their attention. So it's a very risky situation that they have put themselves in, and they also give themselves a bad reputation at the same time.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely for sure. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on that as well. But um, so like my view of how people responded, like gamers and stuff. Um, I feel like you know once once I started to like. Pay attention and see the problems On the consoles and everything And and what people were saying On Reddit and Twitter I started to you know I started to realise yeah CD Projekt Was wrong and people have Every right to be outraged if they bought This game you know Mm -hmm. with expectations Um, And the fact that also CD Projekt did kind of um, You know Embellish a little with what You know what we were going (laughs) to get in this game Um so because of that, I was like, okay, yeah, so people have the right to be mad here. Um, I understand. But do you also feel like a lot of people were also going overboard as well? Or do you feel like it's 100% warranted?
1: Well, yes. To go to what you said earlier about the people being uh, overhyped, and, you know, obviously when you see something has a lot of hype and attention, you're going to jump on the bandwagon. I definitely think that there are a lot of people that jumped on the bandwagon to hate this game because they already had an agenda with CD Projekt Red, the fact that people had acted as if they were a perfect company when really there is no company that is perfect. Every company has done wrong uh, for the sake of their business. That has happened in, in every industry. So we can't pretend like CD Projekt Red is a darling company that always does everything right. But I do also add that some of the people that we hating, it is popular to hate as well. Because anytime we have seen with social media a, a, over the years, especially with Twitter and all these other platforms, if you dislike a person, if they make a comment or whatever, and you dislike them, now it becomes popular to cancel that person out. So I do think that cancel culture also played a role into this. And, and, I'm, and I'm saying CD Projekt Red definitely deserves criticism for how they have handled the situation. But for the people to just outright Hate the company, they haven't played any of the Games, but they want to hate the company because they Have a friend or someone else they know that hates the company Those people are a little Overboard with, with, with the, the Decision to just hate something Just because, with no understanding as to Why you dislike what they did In the first place Yeah. So, yeah Yeah I agree, overboard To an extent <laughs>
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I see a mix. Like sometimes I think people are doing too much, um, with the hate. Like it's like it's just they're just going on and on and on, and I'm like, don't you have anything else to do today? Like you know, (laughs) Like, um, like some people, um, like like um, some people are in media, so I understand why they why it's such a big discussion among like you know our peers and stuff like that. Like there's there's a genuine reason for those people to to talk about it and stuff but there's also yeah there's also like other people who just like i feel like they're just using it to like you said just like spread negativity and because you know it i guess because you know this has been such a troubling year and a lot of people have more time on their hands so they're using that time to just you know be negative about anything and just like harp on you know a, a situation like this um
1: See I I agree with that 100% And I also will add though That for the people that are Legit angry and they understand the situation I think they have a full They have the full right to be angry Because if they spent over $200 To have that collector's edition Of this game and this is what you got As a result you should be angry And on the flip side of that as well uh, They have a right to be angry because You know from a Business standpoint with CD Projekt Red releasing a game like this during december in a season where there aren't really any other major releases this month you know all eyes are going to be on your product so to release the product in the current state that it's in knowing that you're going to have all eyes on it that it just doesn't make any kind of sense especially if you know the console versions are not ready it just it it, again goes to what you said about having some greed and wanting to just get this out, thinking about money, not thinking about the end product. So I think anyone that's angry from that perspective, they are 120% justified because okay. yeah. if they spent if they spent money, their hard-earned money on this and this is what they got as a as a return product, yeah, they should complain. Because I feel like if you don't complain about this stuff, it will give other companies the impression that you're okay with this type of product. And, 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 and one thing that I know we said multiple times on the co-op – It feels like this generation, there have been some games that companies will release, and clearly the game is not finished. They're still releasing content for it. Take, for example, Anthem, a game that I know you was hyped for. Uh, When they released it, it was another disappointing game because there was hardly any content in there, and because EA decided that we're going to make these games as a service And yet we had no content to keep it going So it's I understand why people are angry for sure But uh, I also understand that You know If the one thing that 2020 should have taught us Is that there is a hell of a lot more to life Than just video games You know we play video games as a form of escape So I understand You want to play a great game And not be distracted by what's going on in the real world But yes uh, It's okay to be angry But just maybe not be going to no extreme of Well I want the devs to pay for this Or I want the devs to die Because we've seen that What happen with Last of Us Because they wasn't happy with the direction of the game They were sending death threats to the actress So on and so forth All of that stuff That's when you take it too far You know it's okay to be angry But just know your limits for being angry And definitely don't go overboard with it Because again there's other things that are more important to life Than just a video game in my opinion
0: Yeah and there you go you said it exactly You know what I'm talking about Like those people who just take it too far And just like they're just out for blood Like I feel like that's when It it just goes too far like you know if If you're upset with the game And you bought it you know get your refund And yeah you can complain about it You can discuss it with other You know unhappy people too you have every Right to do that but when people Are just like just going on and on and on And are out for blood and just just want to rip, you know, the company apart or whatever, and, you know, it's like it's just, you're, you're doing too much. There's better ways to, to go about this, like, more productive ways. Um, but... Exactly. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it's a very messy thing, right? So, so let's get to CD Project's response, first of all. <laughs> so, I'm not, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's quite creepy, but but... Um, <laughs> but i i kind of I, I don't know if they if they changed it actually because the one i have here um i,
1: think, they, I, I they, think i think i remember it being a bit different initially they, they had a couple of responses since that first response oh. they've had they had a, a lot of responses they've been releasing all over their twitter since that first one yep okay well yeah like um i remember it just being
0: like there was a line in there that was like um if you if if you can't wait for the updates then you feel free to get a refund and it yep. just, it just felt like like wow like you, you're being sassy at a time like this like because <laughs> you and i like you and i are writers rich so we know like s- somebody purposely put that line in there like like somebody's mentality was like Man, I can't be bothered to deal with these stupid customers. So, like, as they were writing, that just came out, like, you know, it was like, oh, like, you can tell they were just, like, they meant to be sassy in that moment, like, when they were oh, yeah. So, so, um, I was shocked just to see that, you know, they had the balls to, 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 to you know, write it in that tone, um, cause they should have been like, apologetic and you know they should have been sympathizing with the customers and everything especially like and this the cd project i remember they would have been like that you know they would have been 100% like apologetic and for the people um so the fact that you know it came across in that tone shocked me and i was like wow like they're really you know they're really being
1: bold right now so and and let me let me add one more thing on to what you said. That, that's the statement that got you. The statement that got me was, then, was them starting off by saying they wanted to apologize for not showing the game on base last-gen consoles. <laughs> because, again, as I mentioned earlier, with the review process, they were very specific to tell people we're only giving you console code. I'm going to say PC codes. You will not be able to get a console code. So they damn well knew before they released a statement what the situation was. And they was banking off the fact that everyone would see the good scores that got on PC, assume that the same applies to consoles, and they would still purchase the game. So that right there, they definitely got to be called out for.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I really think that, like, uh, it was probably like the management or whatever. Like, I really think the management had the, the, the mindset of, okay, this game is a bit broken, but if Skyrim exists, then people will still be happy. And, yep, and that's a very bad mindset to have.
1: Or um, mm-hmm. well, Fallout seventy six, the other game that released and was very controversial. It was not well received because it was not uh, what people wanted it to be.
0: Yeah, see with, with Fallout seventy six, though, I feel like they got the backlash, like they they got the outrage that you know the, the game probably deserved in that case. Yeah. But Skyrim, it's like there wasn't like a huge outrage for Skyrim, but people people like are aware that it it, you know is is sort of like broken or whatever and even that's true even some of the older fallout games like they have bugs and stuff but people just accepted it like almost but and i i feel like you know cd project were expecting that um and um also like they were they probably also had the mindset of yeah we'll we'll fix this later because you know no man's,
1: man's sky fixed the game, so you know. <laughs> yep, <laughs> we, we, exactly, we. exactly. And, and see that right there goes to what was said earlier about you know releasing a game in its current state and trying to fix it later with patches and updates and all this other stuff. When Dick, when anyone could just initially take more time to release a finished product, and there will be a lot less of the issues. Now you will probably still have to do patch updates. For how certain stuff performs But you shouldn't be talking about massive content Updates where the update is like 50 gigabytes of additional Stuff that gotta be fixed That means the game is not finished
0: <laughs> Yeah Exactly so, um, so yeah so CD project They announced that you know they're gonna allow People to get refunds No matter what um, And you know if, if they're having trouble getting a refund From the place they purchased it from then they could come to them directly for a refund or whatever right mm-hmm. um, so that happens and then um, but people are still very unhappy um, and I saw a lot of like hilarious responses to the tweets that <laughs> CD Projekt put out um, and then it escalates even more to the point where Sony just decides to take down the game from, from yep. the from the store So at that point I was like wow Like This is a PR disaster For for CD Projekt right now and, and,
1: and, And you know What was also misleading about that Is that when they said in that initial statement That you can get your refund With Xbox and Playstation At that point they hadn't Had a conversation with Playstation And Xbox about this stuff Maybe Xbox since Xbox Has a marketing deal with them For this particular game Mm-hmm. But they clearly did not have a conversation with with, with 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 PlayStation because PlayStation was not honoring every request for a refund and neither was Xbox. So they had they they came to this decision and said, Well, we're gonna go ahead and tell the people what is happening, and then we'll go and talk to Sony and Microsoft on the back end about this stuff after the fact. That's why I believe Sony just decided to delist the game on PSN because there wasn't a conversation and then later on after that happened like within the same uh, time frame of that happening i guess like an hour or two later then they released another statement and say we have had a conversation with sony and we will work on getting the game back on psn in the immediate future so you see that conversation didn't happen when they released that first statement it hadn't happened at that point this is why people definitely should be angry because you're basically telling the consumer Oh I did this but I didn't do it yet So um, Yeah all of this is, is cause for concern And, and worry rightfully so
0: <laughs> yeah. and, and like Just take what you just said right and, and imagine how that Played into the development of the game Because I'm sure it was exactly like That where um, mm-hmm. you know CD Projekt was you know They were um, showing all these wonderful Parts of the game and all these Features in the game that didn't Exist and then you know um because because i've been reading like reddit and stuff extensively and if you read enough threads in the cyberpunk reddit right you're gonna get you're gonna pick up a lot of different tidbits from the developers themselves um, yeah there was actually one developer who posted like a comment that uh, i believe jason schreier covered it already um or, or something but um but yeah like Um, So basically, they spent like five years or or something hyping this game and talking about all the features and all the bells and whistles that are going to be in the game. And then, you know, the management at CDPR, they they finally actually decided to start allocating time and money to developing the game um, two years before it came out. (laughs) (laughs) So although they had like eight, like seven... Seven to eight years or whatever they only started you know really developing the game like a couple I, of years ago or something
1: you know I'm, I'm glad you pointed that out because i, I I've seen some reaction videos people that people have been making, and everyone is acting like this game was in development from t- two thousand and twelve when the development didn't start until as you said two years when they had started working on this stuff two years ago so I think people need to hear that Because all they hear is that Well it got announced back in 2012 So surely it's been in development all this time These people do not understand how game development works Because you come up with the idea The writing, all that other stuff It takes time So it's the, it wasn't in development that long um, But they need to definitely understand that Because I think people just assume Since it was announced back then It was already in development And that's not what the case was at all
0: Yeah and, and um like one of the de- the developers also said uh, I mean there's not too much information from developers yet because they were under NDA so this mm-hmm. this particular developer that said all this stuff was very like ballsy to do that but um, um like uh, they were saying like uh damn what was I about to say <laughs> um, oh sorry no nah, no nah, it's cool um no nah, it wasn't you it's, it's me my, my brain is like mush these days yeah <laughs> <laughs> But yeah like uh, Yeah that's okay so they were saying um, They They knew like because based on What happened with The Witcher 3 because apparently There was a lot of crunch that happened With that game right so uh, They were the developers were Already dreading um, The crunch that they would have to do for Cyberpunk So a lot of them were actively Trying to talk to the managers To you know start the project Earlier than, than it did so that you know there wouldn't be such a crunch, and that they'd have time to work out all the kinks and all the, the issues and everything, and, and implement all the features that they're asking for. Um, but the managers were kind of just—it um, it seems like the way they described it is like the managers were basically just there to kind of like accept praise from from fans, and then also like just get you know bonuses and, and get their salary. And they didn't care so much about You know the development itself um, That's the problem and, You know they just saw the developers as like You know they're just there to to, to Make things happen uh, when it needs to happen Kind of thing so, there, so it seems like there was a huge disconnect Between management and the developers Themselves which is A, a very bad working environment
1: So So, when, so when, when you get into Some of the other thoughts later on I I definitely am going to think about How I think CD Projekt Red Needs to uh, repair themselves But that right there With the disconnect of the developer And the actual uh, Management people in charge That right there shows you that dynamic And the issues with that dynamic Because all they are concerned about is the bottom line They don't care about the time uh, blood sweat and tears that the devs actually Put into the game they just care about the End product and how much money am I going to make off of This and and those people in my Personal opinion I don't care how powerful They are that need to restructure that And remove those people from the company ASAP um, Because You need to have people who actually care About the game it's okay To take praise from a job Well done but you should care about the Process to get there and What the gamer cares about, what the consumer cares about, because they're the ones that are spending their hard earned money. And I'm pretty sure that times are going to be a little bit more challenging for everybody, given what's happening now. So if anyone is spending 60, 70 dollars on a game, they should be able they should be able to get quality out of that. So um, those people who are in power. They definitely should should pay the price in some way for this, and I'm not talking about just losing money. Because if they didn't care about the the devs, they definitely should not be the ones running the running the show right now over there. But that's just my personal opinion.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely feel like there needs to be a shake up now after this, like because that's that's ridiculous, and I feel bad for the developers, um, you know, and just just from my own work experiences where it was like. It was sort of like that, like yeah, like that's a bad situation to be in if you're a developer. Um, so I feel for those people who had to Absolutely. You know, go through that, and and the, the the sad part of it is is that a lot of customers are taking it out on developers too. Um, so yeah and it's it's not really their and fault. It's it's really the management. So
1: that well, you know, I, I will say this. I hope that the one thing that people will gain from this experience is. They have to hold the people in power at these companies accountable for this stuff. The the devs should not be the ones that people are complaining to about, because obviously they were paid to do a job. Um, They knew, I'm pretty sure they knew, as all this happened, that the game was not going to turn out the way that it was supposed to turn out. They knew about this ahead of time. I, I don't buy the excuse of the statement that says... That, oh, well, we did not anticipate that there was going to be issues with the console. No, I'm sure the devs knew, but the people in power didn't give a damn and said, we want our money. So this is why, it, this is the statement, this is what we're going to tell people when they ask what's wrong with the game. So I do feel bad for the devs getting blamed though Because clearly they were paid to do a job And they were probably still doing that job Before they decided No, we need to go ahead and get this game out now So it doesn't matter how polished this game is we'll, You'll have to make up them hours later And crunch And now the problem with that is As you mentioned earlier with crunch Now they're going to be scrambling to try and get these fixes done uh, Over the next couple of months Well into next year So it's not fair to the devs at all and they need to definitely change this process moving forward
0: yeah yeah and and i also want to um clear up something else real quick before we uh, move on to our own experience right so yeah um remember there was that jason schreier uh story that blew up as well about um this game having crunch and and uh you know um uh, you know, uh, them asking, them having a discussion with the team or whatever, to um, to and and them mutually agreeing that they were gonna do overtime to finish the game and and everything like that. So yeah. So when that story came out and blew up, um, a lot of us weren't happy with Jason Schreier's approach to that because um, it's because from that information that we had, it seemed like you know this was an internal discussion with with the whole company or the team or whatever and they all agree that that's what they wanted to do and in that case i don't see a problem with it you know if, if the workers are passionate about the project and if they are if they are being paid appropriately first of all um, mm-hmm. and you know they agree that that's what they want to do then to me that should be allowed um, because overtime has been uh you know it's, it's a thing in in jobs Overtime is an actual thing, so as long as it's paid overtime, I don't have a problem with that, right? But now, after what I've been reading on Reddit and what the developers said and everything, um, they're saying that the managers never had that conversation with the dev team, um, and wow. it was just decided that you know they were going to crunch and, and do overtime. Um, so, so basically, the dev the dev um, on Reddit or whatever is saying that. CD Projekt lied about that Like the managers, the executives Whatever, they lied And, and wow. instead they just kind of Forced the overtime to happen And they never had a discussion So in that case I do want to say that You know, I don't agree with that uh, I feel like that's terrible um, That they did that yeah. And lied about it Like that's the worst thing as well um, And it, that, it, that just goes to show You know, that, it, it, that that's a testament to everything else that's happening right now the fact that they lied so so boldly about that
1: that they there 100% needs to be some repercussions for those that lied behind all of this because that that's 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 just absolutely ridiculous uh, and the management obviously they like i said they're concerned about the bottom line they want to get their money, so they will lie, deceive, do whatever they can to make sure they get their money out of all of this. And and that's unfortunate that you have people like that uh, in this position of power. But again, there's a lot of companies that have these same individuals. We, we've seen it in, in multiple industries. So this is not really just about video games at this point. It's about every industry. There are some people in power that have this mindset. And that's why I said... If CD Projekt Red wants to save face after this Obviously there's a lot of repairing That has to be done But if they want to save face after all of this um, They're going to definitely have to do Take a step back Get rid of the people Who caused issues within this entire process um, And it starts at the very top They have to be willing to do that Because if they have this mindset For a game like this then when CD Projekt Red does actually release another game, like uh, uh, the inevitable next entry in the Witcher series, which I believe is going to definitely happen now, those people shouldn't be allowed or be able to get any of rewards from that. Because they're the ones that were part of this process ending up the way it did. So, I don't know. But something has to be done internally after this, for sure. Yeah yeah definitely like that's just horrible um horrible behavior from
0: from them um so yeah so let's get into now our personal experience with the game and you know our personal (laughs) thoughts of it so taking everything away you know let's just focus on what we think of the game um personally right so um and i'll go first here so as i said you know my first few hours with the game I really enjoyed it. Like I was super, like it was super immersive for me, um, especially the story, the writing, and everything. Like I felt like I was really V. Um, and I'll just go ahead and say that all of Act One, the the prologue, like all of that was just super impressive to me. Like I was a hundred percent sold playing Act One, the prologue. Right. Mm-hmm. When I got to Act Two, though that's when i really (laughs) that's when i really really started to see the problems with the game um and some of these problems are um it's like you know night city looks gorgeous you know design wise it's beautiful I i love like the lighting and you know Um, just the buildings and and, you know the layout and everything like it's it's really nice looking especially you know if you're able to play on on high or ultra settings or whatever like it's beautiful right but it's also very shallow like it it doesn't feel like a lot is actually happening if you if you look hard enough right Um, and I think a lot of the problem comes from the npcs and the ai and how it's programmed and everything um it, and yeah like the npcs they they are kind of window dressing a little bit like you, you see a lot of npcs walking around and stuff yeah. but it, it doesn't feel like a gta or a skyrim where you know these npcs have have a life like the, like they're following a particular life pattern it just yeah. seems like they're just there and, and they're not doing that much um, There are a lot of like scripted NPCs of course That are tied into the story Or into V's experience or whatever um, so, so every now and then you'll come across uh, an NPC That actually means something to, to the game So they have, a, they have particular scripting um, And they might act more lifelike Because they're scripted to be that way but the random npcs you you see around it's like there's there's not that much to them besides the aesthetic um it's and you know if you play a game like if you played enough open world games like you know gta assassin's creed uh well actually assassin's creed isn't the best example um but like gta skyrim um you know what are some other amazing uh well uh, uh let, let's just use those uh oh red dead redemption that's another one uh, yeah. So in these games, right? When you like, when you see NPCs, you know, um, they're they're like they're scripted to live their lives. Like they're actually f- living. You know, it feels like they're living. Like they 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 wake up, they go outside, they you know they go to work, do their job, come back, come back home or whatever. Like you know whatever is their life pattern is right, but. In this game, CD project it's just, you know, they don't do anything. Like, they're just standing there. They're just, you know. And sometimes, like, they're just... Even when you try to talk to them because it gives you the option to talk, they don't say yep. anything, really. Like, it's just like, oh, what do you want? Or what are you looking at? Like, it, it just doesn't feel engaging um, at all. And then when you when you combine that with stuff like the driving, right? Um now obviously the driving controls as well that's another problem um, that you know the the cars control very badly Um, (laughs) (laughs) but I was willing to overlook that though because this isn't a car game Um, so I just looked at it as you know this is just something extra that's there to get you from A to B faster Um, this isn't a car game so I don't don't mind too much I was willing to overlook that right but the, the problem comes in um with the the other drivers and their responses to your actions because it's like yep. if you if you knock into another car if you crash or whatever another car the the stuff that they say it it doesn't fit what what somebody would say if they were in a an accident like sometimes yeah. they're just like um you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure I hit a car before, and the person inside the car was just like, "What are you looking at?" or something like. And it's like, so I, so I like slam into your car, damage your vehicle, and you say, "What are you looking at?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, the drivers are are scripted just like the the NPCs you find on the sidewalk. Like it's like they're all the same. Like the drivers don't have specific programming. It's just. They're in a car and the car just goes forward, and that's it. And it's like also, if you go in in front of a vehicle uh, and just stop or something, they just stop and sit there. Like they don't beat the horn, they don't, um, you know, they don't try to go around you. It's just everything stops. And then even if you move again after that, sometimes they just they're just still there, stopped. Like it just feels like these they they're not really alive. They're not really you know. It's just. It's all shallow and it's just all there for to to, to give you a, a certain look, a certain feel But mm-hmm. like it's, it's just you know it's it just doesn't feel like it's a real thing whereas in GTA and I've played GTA 5 recently, it's like just everything just feels real everything is programmed to be real um, and yeah, so I started to notice that quickly about cyberpunk right but um the thing is with this game. The story is, is, is the main attraction. Um, yeah. and you know, so so it's good that at least the story is, is good. Um and I definitely recommend everybody do the side quests. And that's an unfortunate thing with the reviews, because a lot of people didn't have time to do all the side quests. But yep. um with the story structure, it feels like it feels like they took stuff out of the main um Story And made some of them side missions too um, Because a lot of the side missions tie into the main story as well So I recommend everybody, you know, do the side quests If you want to get the the most out of it Um, But I do also have some problems with, you know, the story too Like there are are some pretty immersion breaking things That happen in the story um, And, you know, some of it is just how V reacts to certain things. Sometimes it doesn't feel like you know you're you're really <laughs> representing this character um, because sometimes I don't know. Like the the responses just aren't always that good. Like it's like yeah, like the the text you can choose, the dialogue options you choose, like they they aren't always great in my opinion. They could be a lot better. Um, mm-hmm. And um, sometimes it feels like you have no control over how v is acting like and you know it and sometimes V just comes across as like just a horrible person like or just you know just not good like at least in a game like mass effect you have the option of being you know more of like a, a good a righteous person or you could be a straight up asshole if you want but with v it's oh, just yeah. like you're you're just an asshole. um that what,
1: what was you gonna say That's a perfect explanation Because I'll give a good example Let's go to the whole heist At the end of the heist When you're on the elevator with Jackie And you know obviously he's gotten He's taken some shots And you're having that dialogue back and forth with him About what happened it's like even though you're saying well well maybe bug, bug bug is to blame for this it still comes off as you blaming jackie for it but based off of his responses he's like well wait a minute man what, what, what are you doing i'm doing my best here trying to hold on it's like it, it does not feel like you're 100 right when you say when you have the dialogue conversation it doesn't feel like you're saying anything positive or negative it's just whatever the option is and if as someone who has played Games like Mass Effect, where you're impacting, where where what you say is impact is impactful, it doesn't feel the same way in certain conversations.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and that just kind of takes takes you out of the experience sometimes. Like where you you can't react the way you want to, Um, Mm -hmm. um, and and they marketed this as a role playing game, and in a role playing game, you're supposed to really have control over you know the your decisions and um, the things you say and, and you know stuff like that like um, and I just don't feel like that in this like because I, I, I look at Mass Effect as the standard of doing that because they did it like they
1: really nailed it in the first three games um, uh, go ahead but by the way I just want to let you know you said that it's marketed as a role playing game I'm not sure if you are aware of this Thank but you. they have now yeah, they changed it, and, they, and now it's an open world action adventure story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, so yeah,
1: they changed that. Yeah, that happened recently, very recently.
0: Yeah that that uh, that's interesting, and yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get to 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 that as well because I have problems with that too. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that just takes me out of it because because that was a, the biggest part of my expectations for this. Like, yes, I'm, I'm gonna, you know. I'm going to get to be V essentially. And, and you know, I'm going to get to navigate this world, how I want to do it kind of thing. Um, and it just, it just falls flat. It doesn't, it doesn't really work. Um, and, and also like, i obviously I haven't beat the game yet, but it feels like a lot of the decisions you make don't have a lot of weight either. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And I'm also hearing from other people that your decisions don't really matter in the grand scheme of things. And this was something that they they hyped up a lot um you know in those night city wire things and um you know yeah so so i'm very disappointed about that and uh, so let's get to the the rpg action adventure thing right <laughs> <laughs> and then i'm gonna let you talk about your experience oh, um but my yeah that's my biggest problem because I already had plans for my character I wanted to make like a super Stealthy hacker Character And it just feels like a lot of the, the Mission design in this game Is just pretty standard Like, and, and it doesn't really work from a stealth Perspective like the stealth mechanics Just it just doesn't work Like a lot of the missions are designed For you to, to get into combat Anyway So, so you know I spent a lot of time Spending my points on um, on the cool, um, you know, you know, you have like different uh, what is it, uh, like different options for how you want to build your character, like mm-hmm. different traits or whatever. Um, so there's cool, there's intelligence, there's a uh, body, there's reflexes and technical ability, right? So I, yeah. I spent a lot of time like trying to flesh out the cool. Um, you know, trait Because that's supposed to be more stealthy stuff And also Like the uh, the Hacking, the intelligence for, for hacking And stuff um, And the hacking does sort of work Because you can do certain things with that So that's <laughs> It's it's okay, I feel like Deus Ex Does it better But, um, but this is, it, it's okay Right, like the quick hacking system And all that, like you can do some fun stuff With it, so I'll give them a pass on that one. But for the stealth, it just doesn't work at all cuz it's just mm-hmm. the way the way like the missions are structured. It's like you have to shoot. Like you you have to you, I don't think there's been a mission where I've like fully beat it in stealth cuz it just doesn't work. Like and <laughs> I don't know if it's it might be like the enemy AI cuz I feel like they There's no like... Transition from them... um, You know... Being suspicious... That someone's there... And then going... Full on... On alert... Kind of thing... Like it just... It happens so suddenly... Um, And sometimes it's for... The most like... Silliest thing... um, As well...
1: That... that, The the perfect example... To go with that... That stealth not working... Once again... Go back to that heist mission... And the fact that you have to escape... Mm -hmm. That building... But there's a whole bunch of guards... Um, and obviously, you know you have to take out the guard to get access to a gun, but there was no way I was not able to and I'm pretty sure a lot of people were not able to get through that mission just to get to them elevators. There's no way in hell you can do that all in stealth because you will get spotted it's it's inevitable, so yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just it's it's done really poorly, like the stealth system um so at, at a certain point i just i just decided you know what i'm just gonna start putting my points into the reflexes and the body you know which is Mm -hmm. like your your health and then also like your weapons and stuff um so yeah because because that seems to be what the game wants me to do it just wants me to shoot stuff so so yeah like they changed the you know the um genre of the game from role playing to open world action adventure yeah and you should have marketed it as that from the beginning because that's exactly what it is right (laughs) now like there's nothing role playing about this game, like, um, and if, if they would have said that, you know, this this game isn't, you know, like, it's not Mass Effect, it's not Witcher, um, you know, and uh, it's not Deus Ex, it's really like open world. Uh, what, what's a game that would that would suit it? Um,
1: uh, dying Light.
0: Yeah. It's it's open world, dying light, or it's it's Bioshock or something. Like it's it's really more that kind of style. Like it's yeah yeah. It's a, it's essentially a shooter, like basically. Um, and you know the old op- the open world stuff, the role playing stuff just doesn't work. So if they're gonna if they intend to fix that, they are going to have to rework the game from the ground up. Like it's, <laughs> it's going to have to be a lot of changes to to kind of like you know turn it into what we thought it was going to be um but yeah um there i think i have a lot more issues as well but i'm going to hand it over to you so let me know what your experience is with the game
1: well you can feel free to jump in any time if uh anything i say you you also wanted to say first and foremost let me say i have been playing on 5 uh, the game still has a lot of issues on PS5 and even though there was a hot fix that was released last night the game still crashes persistently and every, anytime it crashes it takes me out of the experience entirely. Um, in fact in, in fact due to it crashing twice uh, last night I actually have decided I'm just going to delete the game and play it when they release the updated version next year. So I, I'm not going to go back to finish I, I was well into Act 2 uh, Some pretty important things happened But I, I just can't Bring myself to constantly play Stuff that continues to crash Even when I was reviewing games On PS5 uh, When I first had got access to uh, some of these games There were no crashing issues uh, But when you are in a story game And it crashes It constantly takes you out of the experience And is not enjoyable whatsoever um so that's that's one issue. Uh to go to some of the uh, stuff you said about or oh, go ahead, would you say?
0: No, I was just saying that sucks like, you know. Uh, it really sucks that people are having such issues with even running the game. Like you can't, Yeah, I mean, I mean, you can't even begin to enjoy it if it's just crashing like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, it it, it, would, it would happen where I would play it for about an hour or or two and then I would get to something if pretty important that happens and then the game just starts, you know, it goes To the, the the screen and lets me know that The game had stopped and then I can report the issue To Sony, and I'm like, yeah But when I encountered that twice In the span of one playthrough, I said, okay, enough Is enough, and also, I will add On to the fact that, when I Mentioned before, when you downloaded on PS5 Or, you know, Xbox Series X You know, it, it was about 101 gigabytes Just, and when I Had to do the, the latest hotfix, it was going to be Another 50, 60 gigabytes So that tells me that they have to condense the file size Down but because they're doing up- Updates they're just this is going to just continue to get To become a huge file until The proper PS5 version is out Then it will be reduced by a little Bit but it doesn't really make that much of a difference Um so yeah Clearly there's a lot of things that have to be fixed Now to go to the gameplay In and of itself Um I have to say that I was okay with the shooting mechanics in the game, even though it's not as polished as other games that I've played in the past. But one thing that I absolutely cannot stand about this game, it has to do with the hacking. Because I've played a lot of games that do hacking ten times better. You've already mentioned Deus Ex. A more recent example, Watch Dogs Legion. Hacking is so easy and intuitive in that game it's it's like what i look at you know it makes you appreciate a game like that and how easy it is to hack because in this game obviously you have to build up the points and stuff like that to be in order to be able to get better at the hacking but it just seems like it's a really complex overly uh you know overly detailed way to do something and then that also it plays into a factor with it
0: do you mean the breach system like where you have to pick the numbers and stuff you mean
1: that? Yes, that 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 and, and just in general when 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 you also are scanning people and you're scanning, you know, stuff like that, it's not as intuitive because again, go back to Watch Dogs Legion, when you scan somebody, an NPC, it shows because of the deep profiler system in the game, it shows you a, it's like a better attempt of, create, of making this into an actual person where it goes into what their likes and dislikes are, stuff like that. Whereas if you use that in this game, it just shows the person's name That's it um, And not really any affiliation as to What makes that person tick Now obviously this isn't the same type of game So I understand why Ubisoft hey, Has a different approach to the NPCs It's much more important in Watch Dogs Legion But in this game Like you mentioned before when you get into an accident And then the conversation that happens It just doesn't feel like a realistic Experience When you're having these conversations with the NPCs And also one other thing that I have noticed—I don't know if this is an issue on PC—there have been some instances where I would have a conversation with somebody, right, and then there is no option to end the conversation. You'll just—you you have to walk away from the person for the conversation to disappear. That—that that 100% should not be in this game. You should be able to end the conversation because, take for example, um, this particular mission. And I've seen this has been something that people have been talking about. That's why I want to mention it. The mission when you uh you know after you pull off the heist early in the earlier in the game and and you're working with one of the fixers it's, it's the, the the much older lady she's telling you to go to a ripper doc to get a reward so i go to the ripper doc to get a reward and then when i look in and see all of the options that i can get you have to look in a certain area to find out where the re- where the reward is at otherwise you're just continually buying up stuff to actually implement and fix your, your body as a whole It's not clearly displayed in the messaging Where that option is Where the free option is You have to look at it And then when you look at it All it is is just a tattoo for your hands It's nothing serious at all So it's like There's a lack of communication And telling you where certain stuff is at Um the mapping system when you're Traveling to and from different locations I also feel that could have been handled better Again once again a perfect example Watch Starz Legion And Assassin's Creed Whenever you are going to a location They will clearly display on the map Where it's at and they will show you uh, For the navigational purposes how to, get to, how to get There and you can even fast Travel to that location on your own If you want to and just skip it all to Tyler. You can skip stuff in this game As well but it's just like it's a better effort in, in making the world feel alive Making the characters feel alive And two other issues I want to mention Very briefly um, Staying on with the whole thing of um, You getting into the car And doing stuff I did not like the repetition Whereas anytime I got into a car And I was in the passenger seat Then I knew I was going to be in for some type of gun gunfight With the enemies that I'm going up against That happened entirely too much from Act 1 to Act 2 It's like, it's very predictable And I'm like, it's like, I already know If, I, if I'm if i going to be a passenger in a car Or oh, I have to anticipate and expect to, to be Shooting down some bad guys And that, I didn't like when you have to take that approach Where you have to get so repetitive with it But I understand for the sake of action in the gunplay, to really emphasize that This is why they put that stuff in the game Which is fine, but again I, di- I didn't like too much of that and, and the last point that I will touch upon And this is obviously... Something that I'm pretty sure a lot of of people Will disagree with me on uh, Just by personal opinion But when you are introduced To Johnny Silverhand And you see what Keanu Reeves Brings to the actual role It makes me feel like personally This is a game where you should have Just been playing as Keanu Reeves' character The entire time Because in that little intro sequence Where they introduce the character There is a lot more weight Depth and a lot more development with that character in that small scene than there is ever any time where I felt development with my personal created character of V. Yeah. Um, and that—that that to me is like if this was a game where it was just about Johnny Silverhand and you had and you're playing as Keanu Reeves the entire time, I think that would have been twenty times a better experience. I understand they wanted you to have the whole custom player aspect, but it doesn't matter because. Again, it's a first person game You don't see yourself that much Unless you go up to a mirror And you want to, you know, I don't know Pout or do a grin within the mirror or Stuff like that It doesn't really feel like it's really that impactful But yet, Johnny Depp's character has more There's, there's a lot more structure to the character There's a story with the character uh, I, I just feel he's a much more interesting character Than half of the other characters in the game He's a lot more fleshed out as a character and the fact that they were able to do that in that very short sequence where you're playing as him, it's it's just it's just a better representation of the character. Also, he's a badass character, and when you first play as him, he's leveled up. You know, has all the weapons. It just felt like the gunplay was better for full. I don't know if that was just me. He had better reflexes, better gun gunplay, obviously more health. So I'm assuming as you continue, continue to level up, you will play the same way. But it's just the way they introduce him. It's like this is a, this is who I want to play as. I don't care about the V character now because obviously I know they're telling this whole backstory, which makes you feel as though you are trying to explain the backstory because you, you choose the life path, so on and so forth. But it doesn't feel like it's a well-developed character yet. Whereas Keanu Reeves' character, it, it, it's all there, and it, it takes very little time to establish that. So. That would be my only other complaint, is that it would have been great if this game was just about him. You're playing as him, not your own character, because it feels like they put more thought into having him a part of this project. And if there's one final thing I I can say, when I look at the game right now, it feels like when you go back to the statement you made earlier about the two-year development cycle, it feels like this is everything that they, this game was released as this is the base game of what we are building, but it is still not hundred percent to what our vision is. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and, and that's why it's a problem because it, it should have, they should have given it more time as much time as it was needed because it could have been something special, but because they didn't do that, it, it leaves a very bad reputation on the company and the devs. Unfortunately, because I'm pretty sure any dev that has this game on their resume they, now they will be also be looked upon as a caution if they wanted to get another job, and that's the what I hate most about this, is because the devs are being blamed for it when initially it's the man, management are the ones that said we need to hurry up and get this game out. So it's very unfortunate.
0: Indeed, um, I, I think you left something out though because um, I you you were saying that um, one of your biggest issues was that your your character's penis kept glitching. In the game.
1: <laughs> well, 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 let, let, well let, me, let me add this. Well, I, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. But I will say this, just to to go what you said on earlier about the hype. That that character creator thing was was significantly overhyped by both <laughs> CD Projekt Red and the fans of of the company because it is absolutely nothing to the character whatsoever. You so so what you can enlarge the size of your penis. That doesn't even make a difference in the, in the game itself. Um. And 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 again, one other little thing I will add in terms of the next gen update. I don't know what the next gen update is. I will say that playing on PS5, I did have the the the, the controller. I did feel some of the haptic feedback while driving. But there are certain aspects of that game, like when you get when you have to go to the, the Ripper Dot and have those procedures done, you should feel some type of motion on your controller. Uh, when when you're going through that stuff And there, and I didn't feel any of that So clearly they have a lot to do And I can think of ways they can improve it With the dual sense on PS5 I can think of ways they can improve it with Xbox Series X But right now It clearly needs a hell of a lot more work With just the base game itself Before they even think about all these other little things So I, I'm very curious to see How they intend to Make the game better But for right now I just can't bring myself to play it Because again, the crashing, the bugs um, I've seen a lot of the bugs People have had on PS4, Xbox One Those are significantly worse Than what I've experienced But it's it's just bad that it's in there In, in the first place um, But yeah, we'll see what they do Long term to try and get people uh, Interested in the game again Because a lot of people I know have stopped playing it Altogether um, Or haven't even bothered to play it just because They're like, whatever, it is what it is
0: <laughs> yeah yeah and and i echo your thoughts on um johnny silverhand as well like that he's clearly the most interesting character um mm-hmm. you know and i i wouldn't actually be surprised if there was some kind of spin-off or um or even you know like a, a, a like a dlc or expansion where you just play johnny silverhand or something because um, it seems like they, there's so much stock put in that character, and mm-hmm. even in the because um, I actually purchased the uh, the um the, the book on like they had they had like a book that's about like the game and the lore and yeah. everything. Um, I forgot the, the title of it, but they released it a few months ago before the game, and there's there's a lot of build up to you know Johnny's story even in that book, um, and the whole. arasaka bombing on and like the big incident that happened in uh 2020 or whatever um so yeah like there's a lot of like you know um his story in in this world um so i'm surprised that they didn't just make the game about him like you said yeah Uh, because because what we've got here with me is like it's just very shallow at the moment um and yeah, that gate, that part where you got to play as Johnny Silverhand was really good. Like, like even it just it felt like the mechanics were better, like the the guns yep. and like it just it just it was good. It was really good. And you know, <laughs> I was just like, yo, wh- when does my
1: character control like this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I, I definitely was not the only one that felt that then. So that that confirms, yeah, that's exactly the feeling I had it's like you know you go back to using your character and you see you still have to level up do all this other stuff it does not feel uh it's like it's like they're teasing you of a better character that you can use but you can't use that character so that kind of sucks
0: <laughs> yeah exactly um and then also one more thing i wanted to add because there's a lot wrong with the game but um one more thing i wanted to talk about is i feel like they they didn't um they didn't push the cyberpunk theme as far as they could have I think like Mm -hmm. considering that you know you're supposed to be um, you're supposed to have all this cyberware all these augments and stuff um, I feel like they they could have done a lot with that in terms of the gameplay and how it works like even just little things like um, the minimap I feel like the minimap is very bad um, especially like when you're following like a path on the GPS or whatever because cause it's so like small and close up that whenever there's a turn it just comes suddenly and like you don't you don't know that you have to turn um, so what they could have did is just like make the path in the actual road and you know that could be part of like your cyberware or something like it you know your cyberware tells you where you need to go and stuff oh yeah absolutely so, so they could just highlight the actual road and I've seen other games do this. Where they highlight the path in the actual road, and that would make sense in this game because
1: you are like you know that, you, you have all this tech in you. Um, that 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 is exactly what they do in the Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs game. You you could clearly see where the where you're supposed to go, so it's no question about well where where is the object, the objective at. So I agree 100 percent they could have done a better job with that.
0: Yeah, and then. Um, and also um, like customization overall like you I feel like you should be able to at least like get a haircut or change your hair or you know whatever like you yep. should be able to, to do more with your actual the, the customization of your character um, the crafting system and stuff I do like that it's there because it you know it adds another layer to the weapons and stuff because you can upgrade them and stuff but I feel like the the, the economy of the game is a bit off um, I, I feel like you don't make money fast enough um, to be able to afford like a lot of good things. Like, because there's a lot of like cool cyberware that you can u- unlock, but they're very expensive. And even if you do a lot of the side missions, it takes a long time to build up money before you can get the cool stuff. I, I feel like. Um, oh and, yeah. And then you know you have the option to buy vehicles too but those are, like, if you're buying vehicles, then you're not going to have enough money for the cyberware, like, so it's, like, I I don't like that, I wish there was more options to to make money, like
1: I think think one of our colleagues I'm not sure if it was Tony Torrance or someone else made mention of, yeah, there's no economy so you're not making money in the game, and again, you were able to do this in other games like Grand Theft Auto so on and so forth, so it kind of sucks that at least from what I have played so far, there is not a way to any, any way to make money unless you are just doing the you know crimes and i guess <clears throat> i i mean I, I, but it feels like there should have been another way you can make money um to help you know you get to the top. That's what the whole thing is you know v is put, wants to be re- wants to be remembered for something amazing, and at the same time, I don't care too much about v as a character because they have told me that I shouldn't care that much about him as a character.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for real, like cuz there are like side things like you can um you can help the police by catching like gangs or enemies or you know killing them or whatever like um so you can make a little bit of money that way, but it's really not a lot and and some of those those missions are littered in um areas that are too high, like they're too high skilled for your level. For, oh yeah, so yeah. It's like you can't there's only so much of them you can do at any point in time. So the point, <laughs> I, the point of the game I'm at now is like I pretty much have to just do the main missions because, like, I can't make any money. Um, I've done most of like the side quests except the ones that are, that are like too high for my level, or whatever. Yeah. So so yeah, like it just I just wish there was more. Um, I I feel like they like there's there's not even really any mini games and stuff like, you know, so. It just feels very like bland and shallow Um, And it's like The story story really is The main attraction
1: So Now just one one quick question I want to ask Because I mean this was an opportunity Obviously I guess they couldn't do this Uh, Have you seen any References to the Witcher in this game Like you know know, Maybe had another version of the Gwent game That is playable in certain areas Or uh, any posters of with Geralt in it? Have you seen any of that in the game so far? Obviously, I, know, I believe they probably couldn't do that anyway because of the rights. But uh, I'm just curious if they have anything pointing back to other games they've worked on in this game.
0: If there is, then I might have missed it. Um, there, there actually is like an item of clothing you you get on um, if you buy the game on Good Old Gaming, the like mm-hmm. which is their app. Um, then you get like a. A bonus like clothing item, in inspired by The Witcher, but that's pretty much all I've seen. Um, I haven't really seen any references or anything. Um, and sometimes you get like these little documents that you can read as you're playing, but I don't, I don't read them because um, <laughs> you know the world just doesn't feel authentic anyway. Like, so I'm just like, yeah, whatever, I don't care. Um, so I don't, I don't bother to read them. So I don't know if there's any like references in those, but. I haven't seen anything um, significant that references The Witcher, um, mm. and I and I feel like the old CD project probably would have had you know a lot more references and stuff, or you know just just funny things and stuff. And that's another thing. Like even the humor in this game is is pretty bland. Like <laughs> there's, there's some moments that are like trying to be funny and it's not funny. So, yeah.
1: So,
0: so yeah. But, I agree. But that's like my overall like thoughts on it at the moment. But I will say this though, I am still having fun with it. Like I'm still playing it, and I'm still interested to see where the story is gonna go. Um, and you know, I'm still interested in the game. But I, I'm just disappointed, you know, at how much it's lacking, like- um, and just the fact that you know it's probably gonna take months. Um, you know, maybe like. Four months to to a year for for this game to, to to become what we promised. That alone annoys me because I don't have time to play games like all the time anymore. Like I can't play every game and stuff. So the fact that you're telling me I've got to play this game twice, like to really get like the full experience of what you know, like I have to wait for you to fix it and then play it again to get the full experience of what I expected. Like that annoys me. Um, and I feel like that's a bad practice That uh, needs to to stop in, in video games
1: But what were well, you well, going to say? Well, yeah, I agree with everything you had to say Because I feel like, you know, it's a very risky situation Because the first impression is is what's supposed to be the lasting impression So for them to release this game And then expect people to come back later A lot of, a lot of people may not come back later Because, again, there are a lot of other games coming out some that have been announced, others that have not been announced that we are probably going to be uh, looking forward to a hell of a lot more now <laughs> I'm just saying if this is not going to happen because we already know this game is nowhere near being being done and completed and it probably will again be something that might disappoint the next Mass Effect game if that game was to come out the exact same time frame as this rumored update for this game I think a lot of people may say well the hell with this, I'm going to play Mass Effect Uh, I don't know what the big game is going to be next year, but all I'm saying is whatever that big game is, I hope it doesn't come out the same time as this because once that update is out and they've added changes to the game or whatever, it's going to be hard to get people to just come back to the game because, again, it's about the first impression. Now, in the case of No Man's Sky, they they have turned things around completely, so I guess it is possible that they can still have people come back and play it a second time around. But I, I, I think it's a very risky situation to put yourself in because of, of the fact of all the other stuff with the refunds and all, the, all of that adds on to the perception people are going to remember wh- whether or not they want to play this game again or play another game that they release in the future now because of this. So they definitely would have to figure out some way to attract people back to this and... I'm curious to see how they intend to do that but I don't think it's going to go well um, but it's just my opinion
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it just annoys me because I, I thought CD Projekt were different um, and you know th- these, this is one of the biggest issues that kind of soured me on <laughs> gaming like the fact that games are coming out broken and then you have to wait months for them to, to fix them um that, that stopped me buying a lot of games, period. Um and yeah, of course like other things <laughs> going on in my life too, but but like yeah, like that soured me on gaming and, and I like I I never thought I would, you know would see C D Project do something like that. Um so yeah. So uh that's left a bit of taste in my mouth. Um I I don't trust them as much as I used to. but, oh. um, but yeah, I'm still gonna complete the game, I'm still gonna play it. I'm still having my own fun with it. It's just very disappointing. That's
1: all. But um was there anything and, else you wanted to say? Uh and and the last point I will say on this this particular topic is I, I, I while I have deleted the game, I still intend to I still am looking forward to seeing Where you deleted how it? Oh I, I, oh yeah I did. Last <laughs> night. Right right after right after that second crash happened, I said the hell with this I'm going to download and play some stuff that will actually run correctly on the console. So uh, I, I, now I will say I have written a lot of notes about my thoughts on the game. So I would still intend to post that on the website next week. But I am going to wait until the update is released because I feel as though that the experience is going to definitely be different. Um, it might be more improved. But I, I'm, I don't have the patience right now To, to wait for them And with, in, in terms of the PC version They did mention in, when they had those, those hot fixes They were still going to be doing stuff The PC version as well So I, I feel like anyone that Wants to play this game If they still want to play it Despite all of the bad stuff that has happened I would, significant, I, was, I, was, I would suggest That they wait until next year Whenever the final game is out and then give it a try. But I would not say if you have the game already and you're trying to get a refund. I hope you are able to get a refund. But if not, um, then maybe you need to not bother with any more CD Projekt Red games for a while because uh, they. I, I feel as though they definitely have to. Yeah, let me add this. Add in this last point about what I think that they should do to repair uh, all that has happened obviously when you play around with people's money you can't take any of that stuff back what i was recommending they do do though again establish the people at the very top who were very very much pushing this game and they didn't communicate with the devs internally whoever is the owner of this company i don't know if it was the owner of the company that made that decision but whoever is in power above those managers they need to get rid of the managers i'm not saying that you know. I, I, I listen. I, I want to make it clear. I'm not saying that uh, you fire people. I, I, I do believe you know we are in a pandemic. A lot of people lost jobs already, so on and so forth. But it, I, you, something has happened with those individuals. If you don't fire them, they need to be suspended, and, and they need to be taken off this project and put on something else, uh, or just be demoted in their roles to some degree. But I do think that they need to pay the price for that, and I think that CD Projekt Red n- needs to be transparent. If, if these conversations are happening on Reddit, and a lot of people are already talking about it, the public is already aware of this issue, so I, 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 if I was a CD Projekt Red, I would just come out and make another statement and say, internally there were some issues with the game, we have gotten rid of the people that made these decisions to move this thing forward, or we, or we have somehow removed them from that position, or whatever, I think they need to make that known. Secondly, I, I, I almost anticipate and expect when they said they're working on another Witcher game, they are going to work on another Witcher game. And I will not be surprised if they bring back Geralt because they said previously he will not be in any future Witcher games. Now, I think that's going to change entirely because they know people like the character. You know, the Netflix Netflix has the Witcher series on now as well. So I kind of feel like that would give them an excuse to bring him back because they feel like they can get people's back in good back in people's good graces if they release another entry in the Witcher series uh, because they are familiar with familiar with that series with that world. So I could 100% see them doing that now as a result. Uh, but whatever they do, it's going to definitely impact the next game that they work on. So we'll see what that is.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this is definitely going to impact them in the long term. Um, and I think people are going to rightfully have a lot of doubts about whatever they choose to put out next. Um, so, so it's going to be interesting. And, and, you know, the stock of the company has dropped significantly because of this, <laughs> this
1: whole You know. Absolutely. Mentality. Rightfully so. Rightfully so.
0: <laughs> yeah. And the only question I'm left with, you know, is I wonder how. Mike Pondsmith feels right now The, the creator of well, Cyberpunk
1: Like <laughs> Well you know You mentioned that, that, that You know I definitely feel bad for him As well now because We didn't have any of these issues with The Witcher um, So the fact that you have This guy who's He's put his heart and soul into this concept And then for it to be represented this way It's kind of like it sucks that that's how it turned out. Um, I hope it doesn't impact the industry in other ways moving forward. People are now always going to not give a project a chance because of what happened with this. But I, I'm especially mad that it, it's impacting him because I feel like I'm, I, I don't want to. I don't want to get make get this into a racial thing. But I feel like we as black people have to fight for a lot of things. Uh, any any person of, of a different ethnicity, they have to fight for a lot of things a lot harder than someone else that is just given an opportunity. So it kind of feels bad that this happened to him, because obviously, you know, I know he didn't have anything to do with the development of the actual game in terms of actually working on the game from a development standpoint. I mean, I would assume, but it feels like there's going to be looking they're going to be looking for people to blame, and I hope he is not someone that gets blamed for any of this. But I do think that whoever is in charge Whoever made these decisions These tough decisions They need to pay the price for this in one way or another There has to be some type of consequence Um, And I'm not Talking about just losing money Either they need to get demoted from that position Or you know They have to make some decision about how to change things Internally moving forward With how they work on these games And who uh, who approves over stuff So on and so forth But something has to be done moving forward But yes, to answer your question I feel very bad about him And his involvement in this because I would hope it doesn't impact what he does In the future, but it makes me feel bad That he was involved in this and that he Can can potentially become a scapegoat Because of what happened with the game itself So Yeah
0: yeah, I I hope that doesn't happen
1: But um, I I do feel bad
0: for him because um, He he really defended the game and cd projects like you know when they were getting mm-hmm. attacked the, before the game came out and stuff like he he actually uh you know he really was outspoken and and he defended the company um so i'm wondering if they even lied to him too about you know the state of the game
1: and stuff uh, that's he, possible that's very possible actually um they had to i i i i would assume there's no way that he knew about this ahead of time um so i I think a lot of people were caught off guard, especially the, the devs, but the people in power they knew. They knew what they had and they knew that they wanted to prioritize let's not worry about our reputation right now. I want to make some money because I need to do this, I need to do that, you know, and that and that and that is, you know, there's a big issue with that. That has always been an issue with that in this country in general. Um so, you know, it's just unfortunate that it, it came at this level and that there are others that are going to unfortunately be blamed for this. But I do hope in the long run The people who were responsible for this That made these decisions and they knew things weren't right I hope they ultimately do pay the price Because they are the ones that should be Getting all of the blame for this Not the devs, not Mike Pondsmith either, but the people Who actually made the decisions and said This game isn't done, but we're going to Release it anyway, those are the ones that need To pay the price for this
0: Yeah Exactly And um I guess we'll end on that note. You know, we've 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 uh, we've gone into great detail here, um, talking about <laughs> the course of, of Cyberpunk, um, from you know before release right up to right now. So, um, yeah, this was a very um, very good conversation. I think, like, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. had, you know, was there anything else specific you wanted to say, real quick, before we before we close this off?
1: Oh no! I, I think, I think we, I think we've said a lot. I, I do want to give a shout out to, I know the Throwdown Tony has been speaking in detail about this. I also want to give a shout out to Broken Games HD. I know he has written, he has done a lot of great videos on this stuff as well, and, and I, all excellent people who you should support. Also, Black Hokage as well. They've all made great content talking about the issues with the game. Um, so on and so forth So if you haven't checked that out I would definitely encourage you to check out their stuff as well um, But overall, yeah, you know It should be a whole bunch of great lesson for everybody Not to hype up games Not to pre-order a game Make sure that you listen and see everything Before you make an informed decision About whether or not you want to purchase a game Because you can very be very easily disappointed Uh, By something and this goes to show That this was a case where we were Disappointed it's unfortunate But let's hope that the people who You know didn't make these Decisions aren't impacted by it Because again I I can only imagine all of the time The devs spent on this game and the sacrifices That they made taking away time From their families so on and so forth I can only imagine how they felt to see everything happen as it's happening Now because it makes them look bad Also can impact their career moving Forward so I'm hoping that does not happen Um but Yeah the people who did make these decisions To, to do this I hope that justice prevails They're the ones that have to pay the price for this So we'll see what happens
0: That's a fact and yeah This this is gonna um, cha- Change my gaming buying habits From here on <laughs> so any yeah. any any game that I'm hyped for or anything, I'm I'm not even gonna buy it day one. I'm just gonna wait. For <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna wait for the, the reactions, and if people are saying, then if, if people are saying to to wait, you know, a few months until they fix it, that's what I'm gonna yeah. do. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm like this. This is gonna definitely change a lot of things for me. Um. I, the only game that's the exception is final fantasy because i'm buying that day
1: one um, with- Uh oh so next year so so in other words we have to prepare ourselves to have another discussion about this game next year and if if it is a flop <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah i'll be the first one on here you know if, if it is but um but yeah that's pretty much it uh we welcome everyone to You know leave their comments let us know what you guys think about this um and you know we will be back again to talk about other games of course you know we're we're gonna do more like you know deep dives like this i think Mm -hmm. because this was really good you know just going through all the history and and just dropping in our thoughts and commentary along the way um so so yeah that's what it is man um definitely leave your comments and feedback and uh like rich said make sure you're paying uh Uh, close attention to the the throwdown and and all the content those guys are putting out because they did some great stuff on this as well Um, and yeah just uh, stay tuned to thecoalition.com and we'll be Mm -hmm. back again so take care everybody have a great Christmas, great holiday and stay safe yes, stay safe
1: happy holidays